0: Hi, so um, I just recorded a 20-minute podcast. That's what you're about to listen to. Uh, this podcast is not monetized by me. If you hear an advertisement, it does not go to me. It goes to either Anchor or uh, whatever platform you're listening on. Um, I only have one single advertisement for my podcast. It's where I actually speak out for Anchor. So um, the too-long-didn't-listen, Santa is an incredibly important person in a lot of children's lives out there. And after seeing some letters to Santa this year, you know, over over the past year or so, every time I watch Sazam, it bothers me more and more and more that I see uh, this grotesque Santa using kids' body shields and dropping the F-bomb. Well, it finally got to me right now, Christmas Eve. It just got to me. After reading all these letters from kids. Who beg Santa for help. There I'm cracking up again. Um, Warner Brothers needs to do a decent thing here. And they need to reshoot those scenes. And recut them. My suggestion at the end of 20 minutes is. Instead of using kids as body shields. Santa uses himself to shield the kids. Um. And then finally, that last scene, which has just him and the news anchor, reshoot that scene so Santa's not dropping the f-bomb. He can he can say any other words he wants that aren't vulgarity vulgar. They aren't vulgarity things. He could say Shazam's the coolest. I love it, or whatever. That was so freaking. That is so freaking cool. Something like that. Get rid of the f-bomb, even though it's bleeped. Get rid of it. Um. I explain why. If you want to hear why, please listen to the podcast. Anyway, so I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas. Take care. Um, Zachary Levi, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Warner Brothers, they're all online. Dwayne was not in Shazam, but he was an executive producer on Shazam because his whole goal was that he wanted to create uh, the Black Adam character in the DC movie universe. And I tell you, he looks like Black Adam. Dwayne's a loving family guy. Zachary Levi is a loving family guy. Warner Brothers wants to put out family uh, things, even in a movie that has a bunch of stuff, a bunch of action, a bunch of... I I mean, a really terrible villain in it. I mean, he's... he's, You know, he's beyond terrible. He's irredeemable. Even with all of that stuff in this movie... They shouldn't be taking away the one hero to millions of kids out there and many, many, many hundreds of thousands of kids who don't have any other hero in their lives. Reshoot it, please. Thank you. So once again, sorry for cracking up. I just, I did really, really stupid thing. I read some letters from some of those kids, you know, and it just kind of pushed me over the edge, because I've been thinking about uh, Shazam for a while, it just pushed me over the edge of saying from, well, I know they were trying a joke, over to, it's unacceptable, it needs to be fixed. I hope you agree with me, thank you very much. Hello everyone. So this is a different podcast than I've done for anything else, um... This podcast is specifically about Santa Claus. It's specifically about Shazam. And it's specifically about crass people in in just just the world, whether they're in Hollywood or whatever. The Santa Claus and Shazam is a really terrible heart and a person for a children's movie. And this isn't a think about the children Karen post. This is a Shazam is a children's movie We're about kids who are impoverished and need help. And it trashes And defiles a hero to a lot of kids in real life for no damn reason. Anybody who doesn't know the effect of Santa Claus on a kid who's had to live a summer in a car... Or who's been in a hostel or or low-rent housing. Won't ever understand. Unless they want to try to understand. What Santa means to them. I've never had those problems in my life. But I have had friends at school who depended on things on on the hot lunch because their family couldn't afford anything else. Okay? One of my teachers, she grew up in the she grew up in the, the 40s, the 50s in a very poor in a very poor part of the country. I can't remember where she moved from. I don't believe she was was here in in the Grand Valley. But uh, she... uh, she'd tell us stories about kids that threw up because the food was too rich for them, because the only meal they got every day was at school. And... these are kids who write letters... To Santa, because they're told that he will help them. And sometimes those letters get through to somebody who can help those kids. And it's their belief in this magical elf that keeps them positive. And they pissed all over that in the movie. It's a really good movie. I love Shazam, but they pissed all over someone who's an actual hero to kids who actually need him. It's inexcusable. It really is inexcusable. I want anybody who wants to try and argue with me to go on the web and to look up letters to Santa. Read those letters and then try to tell me that Santa isn't the one thing in a lot of kids' lives. That matters. See, this is, this is the thing with Santa. Santa will respond because of numerous programs out there. Now, I'm gonna tell you how I grew up with Santa. You can believe me or you can call me a liar. I don't really care. I mean, it pisses me off if you call me a liar, but I mean, I'll just just ignore you. Um, I never believed in the magical elf who flies down chimneys. I grew up seeing the Santa Characters, men dressed up, big fat men dressed up in big red coats, and thinking, "Oh, I have a fat friend. I wonder if he can dress up in a big red coat." Apparently, that's what people do. It's basically what I thought when I was really little. When I would articulate and ask, I'd say, "Who's Santa?" My my parents would say, "Oh well, he brings toys to kids." I said, well, "He's not. He's asking for money." Well, wow. it's wow, so that. They could bring toys to kids. I said, okay, so it's just like the other guy down the street. That's Santa? Yeah, that's Santa. Okay. So they, they were they were individuals. I understood that. When I asked, what does Santa mean? What does the word mean? I don't understand Santa. I, I would ask that question, too. Well, it comes from, it means saint. Santa comes from saint. It's like um uh, spanish it's kind of like a spanish word like santiago oh like san diego oh that's saint diego oh so he so he was a guy who did a lot of things good things before he died cuz i knew what saints were saints did good things and then they died and then they were turned into saints that's that's how i thought and so i keep saying oh well he's the spirit of christmas oh so like he's dead and He's like the joy. It's like the name you put to the joy. I, I didn't think of him as a ghost. In fact, I actually had a problem when I first saw the Christmas Carol. I could never remember the ghosts. Like the ghost who there's the first ghost, and then there's the second ghost, and there's the third ghost. The second ghost didn't look like a ghost to me. He looked like Santa. So I said, "Okay, well, when Scrooge going to be visited by Santa Claus?" That's what I thought. He was Santa. So I equated Santa to him and the joy of giving and helping others and being good and natured and telling people, this is how you should live your life. That's how I grew up. That was my Santa. So there was no, oh, Santa isn't real. Like, what do you mean he's not real? He doesn't really give gifts to boys and girls. Well, yeah, that would be stupid. Don't 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 look at me like you're stupid. Don't bring that stupid stuff to my door. He's you stupid. You're stupid. Santa is the holiday spirit. Oh, he's not religious. You're religious. Well, are you happy? Yeah, then that's Santa. Santa listens to everybody specifically good kids and, and good boys and girls, and the bad boys and girls who say, Santa, please forgive me. Santa listens to children and he tries to help them out. Because when a kid writes a letter to Santa, somebody gets the letter. The post office always delivers. And even lately, the post office has a program where you can adopt a letter. For now, I am the legal Santa for this kid, and I'm going to do what I can to help them out. <laughs> and yeah, there are lots of kids out there that say, I would like a new bike. That would be really cool. And there are kids that say, I, I didn't have a birthday this year. Um, I wasn't able to. Uh, we did go see a nice movie, though. That was nice. But I was wondering if you could find it in your heart to... Give me this. And then there are people who say. Dear Santa. My mom has cancer. Please make her well. And I choked up. I was trying not to choke up. I choke up. Because that's what Santa is to these kids. Santa's the one person that can make it better. And Shazam has a Santa using a kid as a body shield. I know that the writer or director, they were thinking, Oh, well, let's do that scene from The Dead Zone. Let's make Santa a really terrible person, because that's cool and funny. You wonder why people say that there's a war on Christmas? Because of stupid shit like that. I get that the person who wrote it didn't intend for it to be like that. There's some sort of sarcastic element about Billy Baston... In Shazam, sort of making fun of the good natured, golly, gee, sir, Billy from the comics. I get that. That's a little, that that it, it's a comedy thing. And I tried to look at it as a comedy angle the first time I saw Shazam. I thought, well, you know, they're trying to be funny. I'll just let it slide. The more I think about it, especially in how terrible this fucking year has been. I'm sorry, I was trying to keep the F word out of this particular this particular thing, but it really ticks me off how terrible this year has been. Santa's the only thing keeping a lot of these families together because of the idea of the spirit of people loving each other in a non-religious It's funny because it's associated with a religious holiday, but he's a very non-religious type of accessible person who may not have actually been Christian. There's some debate about that. He may not have actually the real the real uh, guy that Santa Claus is based off of may not have actually been Christian. The the church basically adopted him, St. Nicholas. But the idea is it doesn't matter if you're Christian or not. You go out there and you help somebody. That somebody's out there to listen, to try and make life better. For, for a lot of people out there. For kids, for parents. And these letters to Santa from these kids... They're just really, really on point for why that was the worst thing that could have been in that movie. There's some pretty hard scenes in Shazam as far as violence goes, as far as abusive, evil villainy goes. I mean, the people that Shazam has to face or has faced in the Fawcett years and the DC years, they were representative of all that is evil, without being Satan. Everything that is evil in the world, in just in the world. And the Fawcett people, they were very religious. So the character, in many ways, is a very religious character, although he's become far more multinational in in, uh, the few decades. And I believe in, in the Fawcett years, Shazam was accepting of all religions, saying all religions have to be working together. I'm here for everybody. Doesn't matter if you're my religion or I'm your religion, we are all working together. I mean, the seven deadly sins are in this movie. A terrible monster who wants to steal people's souls essentially, is in this movie. You have the Conqueror Worm in the movie, or, you know, as, as, a, as a little guest star, and he whispers into Dr. Silva's ear, essentially, at the end of the movie. These are inherently, truly evil beings. You know, a lot of people talk about General Zod setting the barn. Zod was petty and cruel, Keep in mind, he actually controlled the world for about two or three weeks. Maybe even more, because Superman wasn't around to stop him. Zod, Ursa, and Nan were controlling the world, and things were going pretty hunky-dory. I mean, people really didn't give a crap in Superman 2. The level of evil and villainy, though with Shazam's villains is up a notch in this movie from that. And they take the one hero for children and they really make him despicable. I've seen some people say some anti-Semitic remarks about Warner Brothers Studios specifically doing it because it's a Christian thing I don't believe that's true, but that's where you that's how you get that sort of anti-semitic evolution and the people claiming that there's a war on Christmas. So I want you to sit down and read some letters from from children who are disadvantaged or had a really bad year. I want you to read some of their letters to Santa. I want you to understand what Santa really means to them if you want to continue to defend that that terrible Santa in the movie. If you agree with me that what they did was crossing the line, maybe it was a joke that went too far. I don't think it was done. I don't think it was done maliciously to 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 attack Santa. I think they thought they were making. more adult movie and in essence they were but little kids are going to be watching that movie with their parents and their big brothers and their big sisters and their 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 friends and their cousins they're going to be watching that movie those those younger kids and they're going to be seeing a terrible Santa maybe some of these kids the, the only movie they get for Christmas um maybe it'll be like a Shazam thing or maybe they're going to see it on TV because they don't have much and they see Santa being attacked and trashed or maybe there's a kid with cancer and he still thinks of, of Santa at least in the goodwill of Santa and that's what keeps them positive to fight cancer saying Santa please cure what they what the poison that's in me Warner Brothers has now spent millions reshooting for that Zack Snyder cut, proving that Zack Snyder's Justice League was indeed going to go way over budget. That he was not anywhere near done. They went back and reshot it. The least they could do is reshoot those scenes with Santa. Warner Brothers set the precedent for going back and fixing perceived wrongs in movies. The actor who plays Shazam, he's on Twitter. Dwayne "The Rock" Johnson's a producer of Shazam, he's on Twitter. Warner Brothers Pictures, they're on Twitter. Tweet them. See if they can get something going to try and fix this problem because it is a problem. There're a lot of there're a lot of good kids out there and I don't think that Dwayne The Rock Johnson in, real, in, in his life and what he's done, I don't think he would ever trash Santa in front of a kid, so I don't think it's, I think when he actually, if he could actually look at what's going on, uh, what happened in that movie, he might decide, you know what, it would be as if I walked up to Santa in front of a, where a bunch of kids are standing in line to see Santa, and I said, hey Santa, you're an ass, you're ugly, you're drunk, You're fake. The Rock would never do that. Neither would would the actor who plays Shazam. And I am so sorry I forgot his name and I feel very terrible about it. Let me look it up. Zachary Levi. And I believe it's Levi and not Levy. Hope to God I'm spelling it right. Zachary Levi. I'm going to say it a few more times. Zachary Levi, I am sorry I forgot your name. Zachary Levi, I do not believe after looking at your Twitter that you would go in front of a bunch of kids who are waiting for Santa and trash Santa to their faces. So I'm asking everybody, share this podcast, 20 minutes now, share this podcast, try to get them to reshoot those scenes with Santa, recut it, reshoot it. Cut the part out where he's using the kids as a body shield. Maybe you should have Santa standing in front of the kids instead. How about that? 30 second scene. Showing Santa standing in front of those kids. How about that? Cut out him using the F-bomb. Have him say, that was so great. That was so cool. That was awesome. How about that? Less than 30 seconds of footage, you can reshoot, recut. Get rid of the terrible Santa, please. Thank you very much.